gentlemen welcome to another episode of bobcast with you as always is bob live in the lounge staring at the ouija board episode 179 i first met tonight's guest maybe 10 12 years ago we were working at the establishment known as panera or as some of the older folks like to call it paneros they like to add an o and i don't know why but it's been that way for the long you know duration but we worked together and um you know I could tell right off the bat he was a little bit younger to me, but I could tell that he was like me in the sense that he's a do-gooder. He likes to practice altruism. He likes to just do things for the kindness of other people's hearts, you know, and that's like a rarity in this world. And we worked together for a while, and then when I didn't work, anytime I would see him on like Fat Street, I'd beep you, Mark, up, I just gave away the name. But you know what? With that being said, welcome to the show. I've been trying to get to the mayor the mayor of Bridgeport on this Bombcast show for the better part maybe now of three months. He's got that type of name. You got to say the whole name, the first name and the last name. It just rolls off your tongue. Mark Barbie, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, good looking out, Bob. So first, let me just say congratulations, because when I saw the news that you were running for mayor, I was just like, he's going to win. You know, I knew it because, Thanks, you know, the time we spent at Panera, I was just like, He's got that vibe, you know what I mean? He's got that, um, I mean, it's a rarity in this world when people look into your eyes and you can just tell that they want to, you know, do do right by you and then just do right by others. And, you know, at least in my walk and I know in your walk, you come across lots of uh, people who are just not like that, you know, and they don't practice that. And this isn't something you can teach. You can't just go take a night class at 7 p.m. at Plymouth White Marsh High School of how to be a good human being, you know? You got to work at that shit, you know? And like... Man, I'd like to teach a class, but you definitely got it going on, man. So congratulations, you know, of, of doing that, you know? Thanks, Bob. Good looking out. I really appreciate that. Let's go 88 miles per hour and just do some Let's stuff. Do you know? Let's go in the DeLorean back to the days of Panera Bread. What do you remember about that, man? Because, you know, that's a long time ago, but I still have lots of vivid memories of that place. It, it's not as long ago for me because I kept working there. I, I, I just stopped working there, there like last year. Yeah. I've worked there part-time, full-time, on mm-hmm. and off here. Here and there for about 10 years now so Panera is very very close to my heart that's right? what's up <laughs> so I mean I worked there for maybe two three years maybe I got uh fired nice. I got oh. fired yeah uh I think I might have told the story before me. do you remember Jorge yes you remember Florencio yeah remember these guys right these are hardworking people, man. You know, they used to call me Guerrero and just be like, because I was lazy back then. You know, I don't want to work. I just wanted to get the paycheck and go out and spend it, you know. But these guys were really, like, they were cool cats. You know, they became my friends real quick. And uh, Jorge, he really didn't speak much English, but you could tell that he understood, you know. So I looked out for him. And some uh, one of the times our dishwasher broke in the back and we had to use the plastic spoons and forks and cups. And some rich bitch was like really not digging that she was getting her broccoli cheddar in some sort of styrofoam. They so she, take, take it she took it out. Not on me who's standing in front of the microphone because I was the consolidator. She took it out on Jorge because she looked for the first person that, you know, she could attack. And she said to him, how hard is your job that you can't get back there and watch, an F, watch a fucking dish? Mm. And like, I was like, oh, fuck no, dude. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am, you know how hard our job is? 
it's real hard but you know what you can do right now you can go back to your seat with that plastic spoon finish your six dollars and 49 cents bowl of broccoli and cheddar soup leave never come back yeah legit and she was like uh i never what's your name and i was like how hard is it for you to read my name tag it says b o b never saw her again but she wrote a five-page essay about me got me can't stop playing yeah she did man i, for, I forget the manager crazy. the manager I think shout out to you Dan. for going out in a blaze of glory though for legit standing for, for up her, for yeah. standing up for the for the little guy i really dig that yeah i that's still do that up. man I that is such that. a cool ass story mm-hmm. i can respect that for real and you know what like uh jorge looked at me and he was just like gracias senor i was just like oh. all right you know <laughs> and um i think up in Norristown, um uh alma still works there Remember Alma? She yeah. She made the salads. Oh, she stood there. She, she, she saw me. So she saw me. She was like, Roberto. And like, you know, we kicked it off. But yeah, I've got fond, fond memories of that time, you know? Nice. Yeah, no, me too. Good times. Good times up in there, bro. You know? So like in the course of like, you know, I guess you graduate from PW too as well, right? PW. So you leave PW, then you start working in like restaurants. Like in your mind's eye, when did you like come up with the notion like I'm going to run for office? Um, did you always have that like set in stone? Like, no, nah, definitely not. When I was eighteen, I started volunteering for campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, not even for any particular reason, just for like a a favor to a friend of a friend. I didn't know anything, but just from doing that every election day, you start meeting people, and then really learning about the campaigns, and you find yourself getting passionate about it, so you volunteer for the campaign, then you join the committee, then you're on the committee, then you run for office, and then it, it just kind of escalated. You, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't really, yeah, the, I, for me personally, there's not a whole lot of planning behind it. it you know, I'm just, I, I, I mean, I'm in it for Bridgeport. I'm, you know, I'm in it for for where 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 I live and and just making it the best it can be. And yeah, that's what's up. You know, if did you did you always live in Bridgeport? No, I've been in Bridgeport going on nine years now. Oh wow, yeah. I I mean, Bridgeport um, for the people who are listening is uh, just outside of Philadelphia. If you're not from this area. It's close to uh, King of Prussia. And when I talk about the king, I ain't talking about the court. I'm mm. talking about, I think it's the second largest mall in America now. Um, I think it's what, first now. Is it? Because they put the two together? With the... Um, Beats the Mall of America? Revitalization, yeah. Well, Bridgeport's also got lots of nice people and stuff like that. So, you know, at the same time, I mean, I've had uh, Mayor Yaniv here from uh, Country Hawking on the That's show. So he, he taught me... Um, uh, secondary class at Montgomery County Community College for screenplay writing. So he became the mayor. That's really cool. You became the mayor. And this other yeah, guy yeah. in West Country is going to come on the show too soon. That's you know? what's up. That's my boy because too. Yeah, all three of us are super cool. That's what's up. You know, because like, I think that, you know, I mean, in the current state of like our world right now, you know, I mean, Michael Cohen, Donald Trump, all mm. this shit, the election coming. You know, I would like to see people more working together. Some of my th- favorite teams work together you know what i mean they may be fictional like the justice league you know or like even bands bands have to work together you know bands like music makes you happy right politicians should make you happy as well not by entertainment but by able to give you a better quality of life you know what i mean and showing you that way so like like was there a certain moment where you like sitting in your house like in front of the tv like that's it i'm gonna be mayor you know what I mean? Like, what, how did it, I don't want to know, like, the spark that lit the the fire. Mm. 
Originally, I was I was prepared to just run for a second term on council, and mm-hmm. when the former mayor Ted Pruskowski, so wait, wait, tell me about that. Back, uh, back, so you were on council first, right? Okay. Right. Yeah, my okay. first race was five, six years ago on council. Well, I had no for, idea for borough council, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I did four years on council, and then ran for mayor. So when the former mayor announced he wasn't running, yeah, why um, did he do that? Uh, I think he was just. I think he felt like he just did his. He he, he served his terms and he did his time. How long did he serve for? Because I know like the mayor like type things a little different, right? Right. It missed a four year term. Um. So he he did like three terms. So he was up there for going on twelve years. Mm-hmm. So he was he had been there for a long time, and and I mean it is. I mean it's public service. You know what I mean? You you certainly don't do it for the money. I mean, no, no, pe- no. People think you do, but you don't. Yeah, <laughs> and I was a school teacher for a little, like you know long periods. I didn't. <laughs> You know, what I mean, right. I you didn't know, care. I you know, what I mean, I, I mean, the money's most important jobs don't pay sometimes. So, like, you do the council. This guy leaves. Who are you running up against? I had a. Uh, there was, two, there was a Republican and a Independent challenger. So it was a three way race. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a three way. Oh wow. So I mean, like going like door to door, doing stuff like that. Oh yeah. Utilize the internet and stuff like that. All of the above, knocking mm-hmm. on doors. It's all about knocking on doors because that's where you talk to the yeah. people. You know, you you really got to get out there. You got to get them. to know the people and just personal relationships. I feel like is uh, are what will take you there, especially in a, in a town like Bridgeport. You know, it it's not huge. Obviously, if you're running for Congress or something, it might be a little different. You know, you're, you probably don't have as much time to cultivate as many relationships. But in Bridgeport's not so big that that I can't do that. And How I've many been people there live there, enough, by the way? 4,500 people. Wow. I suck at math, man. I would I, I might have said like 20,000. I have no idea. You know what I mean? I, don't, no, I mean, you don't know. People don't know. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, little I mean, old Bridge Poe. My earliest memories of Bridgeport is like, I think it's like, uh, there's Bridgeport and there's Sweden, like right next to it, right? My yeah. dad used to take me to like the AOH, I think that's in Bridgeport, Aww. right? So he was like up in that, um, that's a couple of St. Patrick's Day, I'd have to go pick him up there and you know, shit like that. But I mean, I that and like also too, like I remember like being in a band and uh, like starting out, like when I was like 20, you know, early 20s, you'd be like, I gotta play the Bridgeport Rib House, man. There's no other place that has music, what, six nights a week? That's insane. That's insane. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's always like, I've always been interested in politics. At one point in time, I actually uh, taught American government law, so I'm, I'm familiar with the, you know, the government and, like, you know, the the process. And, like, I mean, like, once you figure out the electoral college, you realize that, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, we probably need to progress into the future instead of using all this stuff that, you know, made sense a couple hundred years ago, 200 plus years ago. But... I want politicians in power who aren't afraid to challenge people to look at not enough of that. I want I want politicians to to challenge people to look at the world in new ways. Maybe it isn't a way that they're comfortable with, but it's the right way. And what I see a lot of times with politics is like I mean at least with the last election, you know, like nobody you couldn't trust nobody. You know what I mean? And like and like then like you know, I remember like being like, "Oh, I voted for Bernie Sanders." And then he's just like, I nominate Hillary Clinton. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I thought you were like, you know what I mean? Are you just like everybody else? And I just don't get that, man. I want more people like Yanif and yourself, mayor of West Conshohocken over there, you know? So, like, when you took office, what was your, like, main objective? What did you want to do first over there in Bridgeport? Mm, I knew right away I wanted to get in. Because, all right, technically the... 
position of the mayor, your job is to oversee the police department. Now, of course, you act as the town's biggest cheerleader. You're involved in the community. And, of course, you assist people with constituent services mm-hmm. and things like that. But your primary job pursuant to borough code is to oversee the police department. So I knew right away I wanted to really get involved and really learn about it and really... I, because you know that when you when you're a citizen living in in a town period anywhere you know you you see the police department you interact with them and sometimes you see things you don't always understand mm-hmm. and and I was excited to understand those things and figure out whether or not it, I felt like any changes were appropriate um and that obviously got very sticky because yeah, so I'm not who, a police. Cat, what's his name? Chief Mark Shannon, right? What was his name? Chief Shannon, former Chief Shannon. Yeah. Former Chief Shannon, right? So this guy gave you a lot of like, uh, he was throwing a lot of shade your way. He was definitely, I, I would I would agree he was throwing some shade. So that must have like, okay, so I mean, it's just got to suck to like, you know, like get over like one hurdle, win the election and then realize that you're looking up against like a two tsunami of just fucking negativity. You know what I mean? Like, and you got to like get over that wave because you still have the people of Bridgeport to take care of. Can you, what can you tell me about this? I mean, like, obviously, I mean, the thing that I couldn't believe, I was sitting on my desk one day and there was a, a Philadelphia Inquirer um, article written on you. And uh, you can read this on uh, Mark's Facebook page. You could just Google search it right now. And I was... I was appalled, man, at the shit that I read. Because, I mean, that shouldn't happen anywhere, let alone right across the bridge here, you know, in Bridgeport. Right. And um, I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, just hatred and stuff like that. Negativity, racism, homophobia, shit that shouldn't exist in 2019. Right. It was, um, it's sad because what I think was, what was such a huge piece of it was it's not at all the majority of people who were saying those things and acting out and no no not at all but i think what was sad in the situation was nobody was standing up against it even though it wasn't a whole lot of them just everyone was just allowing it to go on except for me and i think that's what i i mean that i feel like that's where i I watched it just kind of turn in a way that you know it it wasn't just gonna snap back at that point you know what I mean because it just it I feel like I watched it snowball you know what I mean I I, everything that that kind of happened I feel like I, I I had predicted it would happen that way months and months before and I said, like, you knew if, it was, you knew what was going to happen. Not like, not like I knew what was going to happen, but I knew that this, like, the and they they gave it a name. They dubbed it the "Not My Mayor" initiative. This, like, Mark Mark Barbie hate train. I, I knew that that was only going to grow. And here's the whole thing: it, it growing isn't. It's allowed to grow. People are allowed to, you know, to disagree with with their elected officials. There's nothing wrong with that. What what was wrong with it was where I, we watched it take, you know, a very negative, like racially charged, like hatred charged, like turn. And, and that that I don't think had to happen that way. 
And I think that it, what was missing was just more people just saying like, it's not cool, we're not about that here. Mm-hmm. And instead the narrative became, you hurt this town by talking about it. I mean, I'd say that's what, that's what. I, yeah, but I mean like, in my, when I read the article, first thing I thought to myself is, Mark Barbie, notice I say first and last name because it sounds so good coming out together like that. Mark B, Mark Barbie is one brave motherfucker because, I, I mean, so. you know, a lot of other people would just, you know, sweep it under the rug and be like, nah, nah, I, I don't want to, you know, we need to have more conversations like this and we need to have these types of topics on people's radar, you know, and, and like, and I'm not talking about like TMZ or what you see on AMC, you know, ABC News or what's going on with a celebrity right here in your hometown you're dealing with it, you know? And like, for me, I've been, I can't wait till the dinosaurs die out, man. Like I've lived um, 39 years on this planet. And like, the one thing I never good, never could understand is the amount of energy it takes for someone to hate another, you know? It's like, like two plants grow next to each other. Another plant's like, fuck you, man. I don't want to grow. You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what's all that? What, where does it come from, right? So like, where does the, um, where, like, what type of emotion causes somebody to hate? Is it personal trauma? Is it something that happened once in their life? I've always been fascinated by it because, I mean, like, somebody the other day, uh, I can't go into the details because of my job, but he, he called me, uh, he called me a couple of things. And one of the things he said was I was flamboyant. And I was just like, what else you got, man? keep going you know what i mean like you feel good about yourself and like they're not used to that you know what i mean like standing up for yourself you know and i think Uh, that that needs to happen more you know and i feel as if like out here on the east coast i mean i live in i lived in los angeles in like 2004 and i remember thinking i am in a different planet man right i literally said that the other day like i was tell i was talking to somebody about medical marijuana and they were like you know you got some extreme ideas you know and i said not for nothing california did all of this 10 years ago even more than 10 right when i was, I was there in 2004 and right. I, I saw the green cross you know i was there right when it began and i remember yes. thinking like oh my god people are so ahead of themselves here you know like and just like accepting one another and i don't what, like what do you think it means to um like why is it that we have these types of like negative psychoses out here on the east coast um i just think systemic racism is a lot more potent mm-hmm. uh, um I, I don't think it'll always be like that but uh i, I think that's just kind of where we are and i think that it sounds good to live in a fantasy land where we're past it but I mean we're just not and not for nothing I think that living in that fantasy land is a huge part of the problem I think people I think like when I talk to a huge thing that I notice when I talk to people is I get you know I don't even see color like I don't see that stuff like that's and that's good for you for that person, that's a good perspective to have, but you can't be ignorant to the fact that everybody doesn't. I know, right? And people really are. They, you know what I mean? Like, does race, that still happens? Like, the biggest thing when I proposed that anti-discrimination ordinance. Yeah, so I want to talk about it. So t- can you tell my listeners exactly what the anti-discrimination ordinance is that you put in place? Absolutely. Pennsylvania law doesn't protect all 
classes uh, of people. There are certain protected classes under state law, so it's up to each municipality to adopt their own anti-discrimination ordinance to get that extra coverage. Mm. And that's what that is. So it, it basically, it's it's supposed to protect you from being discriminated against for gender identity, physical or mental disability, you know, that so it's a wide are, range of things too. Right, that veterans, which, it's a which, very wide. If people range. knew that, maybe they would, you know, back it more. Why did Bridgeport not have it in place? Did they not have it already? Um, no. I mean, most places don't. There, I mean, Why? Th- there's Why? like forty in the state. Yeah. Period. That's it. Forty in the whole state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's it's not super common. I mean, we're pre- we're pretty good out here in Montgomery County. You know, yeah. I mean, so, you know, Southeast is pretty 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 progressive, but um statewide there's not a whole whole lot yeah um, once you get to the middle it's like oh god you're right it's a different place man so, so like you know it's what you said you know um a lot of people will say oh, i don't I, you know i don't see color i just see this that but how do, do we how do we know? get people so but you know i mean how do we get people to like not just say that but to do it more often and how do we get people to like in my experiences, I've seen people who claim to be very liberal, liberal, but then put into a situation where they have the chance to call somebody a name or something that's derogatory. They do it, so they go back on their word. You know what I mean? Like, I just wish that it just it's it, and it's it's the worst part about it is I felt like a, I grew up in the '90s, and in the '90s it felt like we were going on the right path. You know, it felt like we were having some things that like were coming together, and then everything just fell apart and now i mean in 2019 it's just it's the worst i went on a tour last summer down south i saw some beautiful things but i saw a lot of negativity let's just put it that way you know and like my god man you know it's growing pains it's time struggling with the times i mean you know we came off of having you know the first black president and i think a lot of people who probably weren't paying the same way and mm-hmm. I'm not proud of this, but this is the real. There mm-hmm. just weren't as many African Americans paying attention and voting until Obama got in. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of those, you know, yeah, white supremacists who weren't really paying a whole lot of attention until Obama got in mm-hmm. either. And I feel like that's that. That's what we saw where I mean, Trump was right to play, you know, the hate, you know, the hate thing, you know, in the campaign. I mean, people jumped right on it and ate it right up. I mean, it worked and the timing was right and it made sense. It's certainly not what we want, but I understood it that, you know what I mean? I feel like I made sense of it in my mind, at least. Yeah, man, I. So like I, I, I remember like, OK, so like I remember a lot of people said that you know, Bill Clinton was the, the people's president, you know, but his wife was, and him were like actively incarcerating African-Americans across the United Mm. States of America. And I don't know the name of the bill per se, but putting people in jail for, you know, a little bit of weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. come on dog, the fuck man, you know, and the girl in our studio hall playing the saxophone. And then you're like doing this other secret shady, shady shit. It goes back to the, what I was saying in the beginning, I just want somebody who's real, you know, I want somebody who gets in there and like doesn't wear a tie. 
where the where where the hell is all the like where's the long hairs at? You know what I mean? Why I why isn't there no right. long hair police officers? Ah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> where the long hairs at? Where they at? You know? Like it was right. stereotypical. Oh, he's a he's a he's a doper. He can't think for himself. This that. Look, anybody can do anything. It don't matter right. who you are. So you know what I mean? True. It don't matter. You know. Uh, I was watching the Oscars the other night, and Lady Gaga said, you know. Nobody has ever said this, I think, up there on the podium. She said, you know what? You know how I got here? Hard work. You want to do up. something? You got to work at it. Most people, they don't even try shit, man. Most people don't even they try. They don't even do Like, I, I, I'll never they make it. They don't try. Or, they, they're, or they're not engaged. They mm-hmm. don't care as much. You know, like, when I, th- when I think about all this stuff that just, like, spiraled out of control over there, when I think, like, how easy it would be to just not worry about any of that mm-hmm. like, said, I, I, would, I wouldn't lose any votes by just not advocating for any of that stuff not involving myself in the police department when you involved yourself first with the Bridgeport Police Department how quickly were you met with opposition at the dough they really? was waiting on me at the dough what, what did they what, what's like, <laughs> what, what happened first <laughs> No, that's cool. No, you're, legit. You're um, here in the in the most safest place ever. This is the Bobcast <laughs> universe. Okay, 179 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. I know that's total right. Shout out peace. to 179. Congrats. Quality. Man. We yes, don't believe in none of that stuff, man. We you about know? all of that idea. That's the stuff. I don't give a shit, man. Come get me, dog. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to spout hate on the doorstep of humanity, right, it'll be your that. blood in the afterlife, not mine, man. And look, I'm a firm believer in forgiveness too. Right. Everybody over there, you know, I, I hate to stereotype right. people, but like mo- most people who are racist also go to church on Sunday. And I hate to be that way, but it's the truth. And then they go there and they tell the, the priest their their sins on a Saturday so they can go get the, the, the body of Christ on a Sunday. What? So you can just do whatever the hell you want for six days of the week. So that way on Sunday, you, you're good. What if you die on a Monday? <laughs> You know, you're fucked. Then what? So, I mean, like, I just, I I don't, the older I get, the more that I don't care, like, what people think of me, you know? Like, whatever you want to call me, go ahead. But I will always stand up for other people. Right. And I believe in altruism. I really do. I I mean, if I go out to, like, Target or something, nice. I'll, I'll get somebody's bags. I'll help somebody. I'll do something that makes me feel really good to the point where sometimes, you know, I, I, I look for it. Who can I help right now? People, oh, what kind of, I'm good. I'm good. I want them to go home and be like, there's a nice long haired gentleman. He put the, you know, like, I just want to do right. And I know that you feel that way. Oh, yeah. So with your mission going in there to Bridgeport and then this, this guy, the chief, I, right off the bat, he was just negative towards you. Didn't want to do this. Was he, let me ask you a question. Was he, um, th- did he threaten you? No. Okay. Mm-mm. But did he use any language that made you feel threatened? No, not him. Not him. Mm-mm. It was other police officers. No, it, it wasn't other police officers using threatening language. This was this was residents using that threatening language. Oh Jesus! So what, what, they, what the did they? The police know? officers it just didn't intervene. Oh, I see. So that's the worst type of thing is when they don't help the acting mayor. So residents were getting real hot, right? So like, can you tell me a little bit about that? Do you want to revisit anything like that? Did anything scare you? Um, no, no. Um, Did you you feel threatened ever? Absolutely, but um, 
I take them with a grain of salt because it's so close to home and it's just as scary for the same reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's when it's somebody I know, it's not as scary. If I know you, I I, I can decide whether or not, you know what I mean? Like you decide Faces. how scary you are yeah. based on mm-hmm. what you know of the individual. When it's someone that I don't know and they live in, in Bridgeport, it, it is pretty scary. Um, but I, n- neither one, n- none of those, none of the threats ever really gave me the inclination or even the thought to quit. They really didn't. Mm-hmm. What did was just the opposition, just, the, just the fighting with the administration, mm. the, the not being allowed to do anything, the constant, like, uh, e- just the nonsense, you know what I mean? Just to having to jump through so many hoops to do the little bit that you're allowed to do, to try to do better for the people of your town. You know what I mean? And just like, you would think simple stuff like being invited to stuff, like being invited to community events. And, um, and they wouldn't do that. Yeah, and, and, and if I'm honest at this point, I'm just kind of tired of like asking to be included. You know what I mean? Like I feel like, and it, it's so funny because when I talk to people in town and when I read comments sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, respect has to be earned. Like, not for nothing. I was on council for four years. Like, I won the election. You at won this parent square, yeah. After, after those three resignations, those three council members that resigned after all this stuff hit the news, which I feel is very telling in itself. But yep. after that... Now that those three people are gone, at this point, as it pertains to civic engagement in Bridgeport, I'm the most senior member of the mayor council board. Wow. At age 29. You know what I mean? Think about, you know what I mean? Like, who do you respect at this point? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just so, what I, it gets, it's just been super discouraged and I've had a really tough time because I feel like those uh, those articles were like a gift and a curse because what it did, what I feel like it did was it... When you say articles, are you referring to the... All the press that, uh-huh. that just kind of mm-hmm. surrounded all the like controversy. Did you know they were... like Did they write that piece first then contact you? Or did they contact you and say, hey, we want to do a story on you? First they contacted me and said, mm-hmm. we want to do a story on this. Did you, did you, did you sleep on it? Because that had to be a brave decision. No, I knew right away I wanted That's what's to up, do Mark, it. Barbie. You know, no, what I, mean? I mean legit because if I'm honest, I had I had already went through all that at that time. I mean, think about it. The first article that went out was 19 pages long. Like, I did tough it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, there was so much material there because I wasn't saying anything. It wasn't being a big big deal. Where it reached ahead was councils proposed home rule which is removing the mayor's office in its entirety and what i don't in my personal opinion i'll be blunt i don't think it gets too much more racist than that like 150 years we've been doing this whole mayor thing now we just decide we don't want to do this anymore six months into my term i still mentally struggle with that conceptually is that like wait is this past they passed this was this? last year. No, it didn't pass. But they're trying to do this. Th- this is what they did. They suggested home rule. It passed. 
they can't vote on that that easy. What they do is they, they vote to begin the proceedings. Really what it does is they have to get it on the ballot and then the townspeople would vote if, for, if that's what they want. But this is what they were willing to do. Right. Are you this kidding is me, what, man? This is what they decided in May of my term. That, did, they, did they decide this while you're presiding While I'm them? sitting there. Jesus I'm sitting there Christ. asking to be a part of the and can't be a part of the conversation either wasn't allowed to be on the committee or nothing either i can't make this up when i think about that like it to me it just it doesn't so after that that vote passed four three there were three council members that didn't initially vote for that mm-hmm. after those resignations mm-hmm. that was it i remember feeling like okay regardless of whatever i have to deal with in town I, i'll be here at the very least, I'll get to be here. <laughs> but um, then literally right after, then they're like, well, we're going to merge the police department with our premier. We're going to, they, they said, we we're going to explore merging the police Mary? department with upper, with upper, upper Mary. Mary. And I just Why? looked at the whole situation Why? like, what, what, what the that... timing of this is really convenient. Mm-hmm. And when I, and when after everything that I went through all year long, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, of just racially charged nonsense, that was where I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I, I just really looked at the whole situation like, this is just horrible. That this is what's really being discussed on this, this, this board of council. Like people who have families, who have kids, who probably, you know, they overhear this kind of shit. And this Thank is how you. it trickles down Thank from you. generation to and generation. This was, and that was my biggest point is that this sort of stuff that's being said like you got council members talking about why are you talking about martin luther king he's been dead a long time now oh who cares? you know like there are children you know what i mean like who who are essentially watching the, all of this stuff play out you know what i mean in the news and there are children who are watching this story in the news and then watching And, and then watching me continue to not be included after that still. You know what I mean? Like, so at, at this point, I, I don't, I, I don't, it's, a, I'm in a weird place as far as tradition in town is concerned because it, it feels like I'm not welcome in that, even though I'm the mayor. So I feel like, you know what I mean? So it, I'm, I'm in a very, very weird place there. But um, one thing that I'm definitely excited to do, though, is is to, co- to continue doing great things, tradition or not. If I got to get up in there and make my own stuff up, then that's just what I'm gonna do. But I'm gonna keep do- I'm gonna keep doing. Some- and if not for nothing else, the kids, the kids, that's exactly get it. yeah. Because the, kids the kids get it. Yeah, they get it. They get it. When I tell you, they uh, 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 the kids are always coming up to me. I, so many emails. I've gotten a couple of handwritten letters. It's it's really really sweet and it's really touching and it lets me know that like okay i'm not crazy and you're doing the right thing you know because sometimes i do find myself like "Eh, why am i don't really believe in Mm -hmm. anti-discrimination should i be you know am i doing the right thing by fighting for it as the mayor i I struggle with that too and um so when you introduced that anti-discrimination ordinance they were like hell no like the council? Oh my God! The council don't get me started. That. So wait, so they 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 were like, ah, well, we don't know about this bill. Like, we don't know. I mean, what do we like, need what? it for? Where did the, where is this coming from? How did this come up? What? That's like saying like, hey, uh, I got a bill uh, about oxygen. You know what I mean? You go outside, you can't breathe that shit. You know what I mean? Come on, man! Like God, see shit like this just you know. 
And like, this it, is it, what's it, really it going breaks on. my heart, man. It really breaks my heart, and it makes me. See, it makes me angry too, but it makes me angry in the way where, like, I feel like doing something not violent. I feel like doing something like good for people. You know, show them right that there is a different way because most of these cats man they're you know they're old you know what i mean like they're getting old Straight and they, they don't care you know what i mean they don't care because they oh granddaddy told they me about what they used to be like i hate that shit man i you know i hate the fact that when i grew up i grew up around a lot of um i would like to call it uh like the casual racist you know what i mean right do you know what i'm saying like you it would just come I up know. in the course of the conversation and be like oh it's right just, it's then just, you know it, it, it's just um like you know using like that was off-putting using derogatory words about people and stuff like mm-hmm. that not just about you know african-american race or like even like i remember like when i first heard like somebody like saying um how much they hated gay people and like i'm like oh, what yeah, the, like what are you talking too. about man and like for me, I learned when I was a le- I didn't even know what, like, it, I didn't have anybody that was in the position to tell me about what the real world was like. And the first time I ever learned about, like, LGBTQ community and stuff like that was from Kurt Cobain Nirvana, because he was a very, um, he was very outspoken about equal rights for everybody. And, you know, I didn't even, I didn't know. And I needed to be educated because I was surrounded by like this old school history of the, you know, the casual racist, the full blown racist. I mean, like right now in my neighborhood, I got a cat who's got the um, Confederate Union flag uh, hanging at his, uh, like around his door, you know? And um, my my mailman, you know, he's an African-American man. And one day I was walking my son and I was like, you see, you know, like we were talking about, I was like, hey, I just got to ask you, man, like, how does that make you feel? Because it enrages me. And he's like, I don't even, I don't even care about it, Bob. And I'm like, his name is Bob too. And um, I was like, it pisses me off, man. Like I've been like, I've been like thinking about going up and ripping it off. Like one time I told my wife, I was going to put like a sign, like up on uh-huh. the telephone next, next, there's a telephone pole next to his house. And I was going to write a, like a sign that says missing racist, never mind found him with an arrow pointing towards his house. But I mean, that's like you eye for an eye, you know, have. Gandhi said an eye for I know an... what you mean. That, yeah. That, right. I shouldn't advocate for that. Yeah. It's just, my mind goes crazy, but I mean, I do, there's one quote from Gandhi that I, you know, I adhere by it's an eye for an eye will make the world go blind. And if you think about that, it's the real deal truth, man. You know, you're just wasting a lot of time hating on people when you could be doing something good. If there is another afterlife, who do you think they're going to be happy with you for not passing the anti-discrimination? You know what I mean? Like, come on. God, man. It, it drives me nuts that we have this here in America. Uh, you know, I mean, California, not so much, but I mean, like, uh, it's got to stop. Can I tell you when one of the conversations, so that anti-discrimination ordinance, that went on for a couple of long meetings. So Mm -hmm. one of these long discussion meetings, one gentleman from the public had addressed uh, the comment and, and said, we used to have an establishment for that community here in Bridgeport. You know, we don't, discriminate against people here that's not a thing. referring to the lgbtq right right he, but he didn't say that though he didn't say that though. he said we used to have an establishment for that community <laughs> and uh you know uh, i'm i'm certainly not homophobic you know my sister is of that community uh, so what's that make you the patriarch like you, you're going to come out here and like you know right. ride the white horse like, down to the again we're in 2019 River? now <laughs> we all know someone who's gay okay <laughs> but um 
So I had to go there. I yeah. said to him in, in the pub, I said to him, I said, if you don't mind me asking, would your sister like to see the the anti-discrimination ordinance passed? What did what, what he say? He said, my sister passed many years ago, <sighs> but we were always two different people and we still are. And that to me was so profound because I I know this wasn't the intent of the statement, but what I heard was, I don't care, forget you. Your rights don't matter to me is, you know what I mean? And and not as hearing from some, somebody from the public, but that's what I, I felt like if I was his sister in the moment, that's how I would interpret that. I know I take offense when people who I'm close to question that because it happens. You know, you're going to have a family member or a friend who you just you thought you knew better than that. But then you bring it up and then they're like, well, what do we need it for? And I know I legit in my heart of hearts take a little bit of offense like when when I hear that from people who I'm close to. Obviously, I'm used to people not getting it and you have to explain why it's necessary and I'm prepared to do that. But uh, it, it, it can be tough. I, I know I would, for me personally, that would hurt coming from a sibling. I'm just, I have, it's very seldom I'm speechless here on the Bobcast, but I mean, I mean, I, I applaud your courage to do this, you know, because I know I'd flip out, man. You know what I mean? Like, I I want to do good, but I don't do well when it comes to other people putting other people down, especially right in your, you know what I mean? Like, right in your face, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. and being like, you know, saying stuff like we used to have, like, come on, man. We don't, you, there's no use to no more, you know? We all have cell phones, right? Was there any difference in the cell phone that you can't call me? You call me a different way, you know what I mean? Like, God damn, dude! Like, when is it? You know, it's got to go away, man. You know, my whole thing is straight, gay, whatever. It don't make a difference, man. You know, we all don't know where we're going next, but we're definitely going somewhere. You know, it could be just even a moment of peace. But if you want to get there, you need to be a good person, and it definitely don't matter who you're sleeping with. It don't, you know, it, it don't. Certainly shouldn't. It don't. I mean, like. It, 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 it's so it really disgusts me that it still goes on I mean he, even here in Country Hawken I know um, Yanif was uh, met with lots of opposition too from the yes, old heads over were. there in the Ambugs yes. and um, I got to see it firsthand at the Christmas tree lighting where some old cat up there on the microphone was like oh the old mayor couldn't be here but uh, we're gonna light this thing anyway like dog there is no old mayor no more okay there's the new mayor and that's a really so great guy who knows how to listen he's a great listener that guy you know when I first met him I was like I've never heard I've never seen a teacher actually listen to my ideas like that and that's a good person to have in office because they're going to he's going to take your ideas and manifest them in the way that you want done he can't even like do like an event without them intervening or like them putting their own spin on shit what what do you think like people can do in Bridgeport if they want to support you like you know what I mean like all these new like that's you know, a good question what can they do if they're listening to this podcast right now and they're as pissed off as me and they want to do something positive not met with any violence and they want to like get out, get the vote, what can they do? They can certainly vote. That's certainly always advocate for, for voting. What, can, more you, what, than what that, can you do like all year round? Volunteer. Talk you about can, that. You can volunteer. I, where 
I feel like they really, really need people. Festival of Lights Committee. If you live in Bridgeport and you hear this, volunteer to be on the Festival of Lights Committee. Festival of Lights is one of our biggest events. Yeah, what, I saw something about that. What does that tell the listeners? It's really cool. It's um, it's it's just it's a Christmas tree lighting. We have fireworks who come out. We close uh-huh. off um, you know, the streets around Borough Hall, and everybody just comes around. We usually have a concert from mm-hmm. like the middle school. Um. And then uh, Santa comes riding around and he gives out hot chocolate. That's great. And so it's, it's a very nice, cute event, but um, it, I, I feel like it's, it, we could kick it up a notch. Yeah, people can get out, you know? And like- ha- Not ha- even just with getting out, but getting involved, making the event a better event. I, you know, I feel like you go and there could just be more stuff for the younger demographic that's coming in. It's almost like if you don't have kids, it's over and everybody from town is here yeah you know what i mean and i know there was a lot of opposition when i talked about other ideas when i because a lot of times who's presenting those ideas is a huge huge piece of it you know what i mean i can say something and they'll say hell hell no because it's coming from me but if someone you know if someone who is ambitious and and wants to get involved and is taking initiative says that it's a great idea and we should roll with it and get that person involved because they can come new. to her too right these things right hmm? say for instance somebody in bridgeport's like yeah i want to back this notion they could come to like one of these like meetings right and have Straight their voice up. heard right absolutely See, that's your that's your right right there not not putting on netflix and hulu at 7 p.m and you know just like waiting for the morning so you can go to work that you hate or something like that if you want to change you need to do something about it you can't i mean like yeah you can go vote you know what i mean but like what what else can you do you can volunteer i saw you were doing things on your facebook cleaning up bridgeport stuff like that you know i mean just picking up some trash you know what i mean making this a better place to live you know i mean you don't see people doing stuff like that no more because we are so consumed with everything that is not from this world. We're consumed with our phones, man. And like, it's bad. It's so bad that I'm really, really concerned about the future. And, uh, you know, I'm happy though that the kids, you know, send you letters of encouragement and I'm happy that the kids want to support the cause because they're the ones that are going to inherit the earth you know what i mean they're the ones that are going to like fix right. this thing you know right and and i tell you they so good at they they keep my spirits high it's, uh, to me it sounds so cheesy to say if i'm no, not at all man i believe it's in it. so real it's not even funny it's so real it's not even funny because they just they get it oh you know i tell you i get i get confronted not and not in a threatening way, but people, Sorry people, that, oh, no, that's my bad. People on the regular, though, will, will will come up and be like, you know, those articles really hurt this town. Yeah. And who do you hold accountable for that? They ask you that or you ask them that? They ask me that. I ask say them what? that. Really? I oh, say to them, and who do you hold accountable for that? Mm-hmm. Like, they you're confronting me and you're upset with me, but what did I do? I've yeah. never gotten a great answer to that. Usually they either don't say anything at all or they just say, oh, I'll answer that in a minute. But there's no answer to that. They were probably most of those people who were, um, you know, all day racist or maybe even the one that's, the, you know, half day racist or some shit. They, that article came out and it was like, you know, dropping the curtain. Here we are. This is what's really going on over here. And I'm not talking about everybody in Bridgeport because I actually have some friends who live over there um, who definitely want to inspire change. I played a couple of shows with this band, Jamie and the Guarded Heart, you nice. know? 
No, that's what's up. And they, um, you know, they're all about animal yeah, rights. They're, they're all about, you know, LGP, LGBTQ, like, community. And they're all about, like, doing the right thing. Um, I think uh, some other people I graduated high school with live over there. And, you know, I mean, like, it doesn't necessarily mean it reflects everybody. But it's good that the article came out because... It allows the people who want to do something to stand up for their men. Right. I definitely did see a wave of people pay closer attention and get involved after that. And I remember that seeing was your great. Facebook blow up that morning. People, yeah. were, people were doing screenshots of like all the, the hatred shit and then they were combating it. Some people were getting out of hand with it. Some people were like, no, 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 no. We don't need no more violence. We need to figure a way, you know. That must have been a really tumultuous AM for you. Um what was your feelings that day i think for for maybe a day or two i might have ran from like the comments and like what was being yeah. said about it i think i just kind of like wanted to mentally digest that like this was out you know what i mean because i i, I do struggle with that mentally because i don't want to i don't want to do things that would that could paint the town in a negative light. No. I don't want that, but I don't want to see that either. So if the if the council is contemplating removing the first gay black mayor, then I do feel compelled to stop that because I think that's a bad decision for the town. You know, that's the if, worst decision I've ever heard. You Shame know? on you, Council of Bridgeport, for doing something like that. You know, we should be promoting peace. You know, we shouldn't be promoting hatred, bigotry, and shit that you know. It's just, uh, right. And now I reread that article today from the Enquirer. If I am I mistaken, did they mention this in the article that you're they're trying to remove you? I don't think they did. In yeah, I don't. I don't that. think I, they might have mentioned the police merger. Tell me about that. And that one. That was, um, first they talked about home rule. That's removing the office of the mayor. Not n not even just Mark Barbie, the entire office of the mayor. So, like, there won't be another mayor after me. Like, I would theoretically be the last. <laughs> what? Right. Right. How many mayors were there in Bridgeport? I don't know the exact number. I'm sorry. I suck at math, too. It's cool. No, I mean, it, it's not math. We're not term limited. So theoretically, true, somebody true, 50 yeah. years could have I been think of mayor terms, for yeah. 20 years. Removing the whole office. Right. That that This is what legit was discussed in June of last year. And you're sitting there. And I'm sitting there listening to it. Do you got a community of people, or like a group of people who come with you that, to support you? I didn't. At this time, I did after one, once all that stuff kind of hit the fan, yeah. a lot of people did come out in Bridgeport and were legit like, we're here for you. Like, that's we, good. Stay strong. It was very encouraging. That didn't last forever. But um, because I think I don't think what people were expecting was for it to roll in the news as long as it did and for it to like maybe like widespread as far as it did like i and i think that's where i feel like and i get it like when i anywhere anytime i'm anywhere like not for nothing like they I, I, people get it more often than not more people i if I, I i don't think i've ever been confronted in a confrontational way outside of Bridgeport if I'm honest 
I, I you know what I mean? Like yeah. they read the article and what they what they what I feel like what people read who don't know anything about Bridgeport, they read the article and they're they're reading the story about a mayor fighting opposition. I feel like that's the story that they're reading. But I feel like when people in town read it, they're reading our town, you know, you're shedding, you're shedding a bad light on our town is how it's, how it's being perceived in town. And that's unfortunate. It it is. And it's really, really hard for me mentally because I I feel it and I see it when I'm out. I mean, the people out there who feel that, who, who may be listening to this because of just pure hate or something like that. Don't you understand that it doesn't reflect your talent? It reflects the whole world right now, or right. at least the Thank United States the, of America. Yeah, it's, it's not just one small right. little it's town so outside Philadelphia. Of, of it's the, the current time period we're in where people are just caught up in this shit of like, you know, fear, hate. Right. You know, I'm over and here, not afraid. you over there, you know? Right. That's really what, what what's, but, but I get it though, because it's like, I mean, you know, people in Bridgeport, we have um, we have strong Bridgeport pride. We really do. You know, we take yeah. pride in our t- and uh, not that other people don't, but it, it's it's tough to. I, I can understand. I can understand how it would be tough to read that and and not take it personal. Now, what you should be doing is looking and going. Well, we know what we need to work on, and that's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that. That's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's other towns out there that need better traffic solutions. It's, it's other towns out there that need more nightlife, need more restaurants, mm-hmm. need more food. There's nothing wrong with recogn you know, that have serious parking issues. There's nothing wrong with recognizing those issues. But of course, race is different. Yeah, why? Race is different. Yeah, I don't. You know, I for me that would be like the top of the list like you know taking the christmas it, you lights know, down in february if, if you see it, ain't no big deal you know what i mean whatever <laughs> right you know what it, i'm saying at least if you know what i mean depending on what's going on you know what i mean i think that it's funny because when i think about when that anti-discrimination ordinance came up the big thing was do we need it where's this come from we don't need it we never had these problems and then months later we look at what happened and i think that it was quite clear that we did need it i think if it's anything we've seen it's quite clear that we do need it and that's okay. We're, everybody needs it. Bridgeport's the not entire the only world one. needs Thank it. Thank you. You know what I mean? Everybody needs it. We're not the only people that need it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people just get so caught up in in being offended at the notion that there's something wrong or dysfunctional with Bridgeport that they immediately take offense to it. No, I mean, for the people of Bridgeport, you know, this article wasn't written about the entire spot, you know? It's written about, you know, what Certain the first openly gay black mayor of Bridgeport was going through, which really is the story of what <laughs> so many people in America right. are going through. Right. You know? I can't imagine what it's like to be, you know, um, on the for somebody to hate me so much, you know, that they're going to go to these extreme lengths, you know, and like do all this crazy shit you know it's like i don't i don't know where that stems from i i'd like to know i mean i've never even shot a gun in my life before i have no in- interest in in violence of that kind you know what i mean like i like my violence on tv fictionalized Mm-mm, you know what i mean like right. i don't want to see that no more and i want to see people come together you know so i i, I, I 
when I found out you became the mayor, I was totally stoked. I was like, good for Mark Barbie, man. He got it. Then when I saw the article, I was like, Jesus, no, please, like, don't let this happen to him. For one, I was scared for your life, to be honest. Like, I I was just like, I don't want anything bad to happen to him. You know, I see him probably like once, twice a year in hindsight, you know what I mean? But I always knew he was a good guy because I work with him. I work with him with people, you know what I mean? Like, in a, you can learn a lot from watching people eat, Jack Nicholson said in the department, you know? And it's the truth. You can get down dirty with people so and you can, you can talk to people, you know? And, like, it just bothers me, man. It bothers me on this whole other level where I'm just like, talk, do I need to run? You know what I mean? Do I need to get involved with this? Do, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I just feel... You know me in the Geneva, help you. <laughs> I, I, I'd be down, but I, Plymouth don't even have that. I live in Plymouth Media. I think they got like a council. Mm-hmm, they got Plus, council. man, I would be so radical. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I think that that's... And maybe that is what we need. Can I tell you, that's how I'm starting to feel in this. Like, that's where I feel like I'm seeing my role. I, I, it, I, like, I... I felt like I was so cautious of not being that radical guy, regardless of how much, whether or not I really wanted to be deep down inside, I didn't want to be that guy because mm. just being gay, black, and not for nothing young, even if I was straight and white, just young, people write you off for that too. You know what I mean? They really do. Yeah, yeah. And um, so between all three of those, I'm like, I didn't, I'm so self-conscious about people taking me seriously when I talk. So I, I, I feel like, any one thing could be perceived as a gimmick. You know what I mean? And and, and that's some yeah. I do recognize I overthink it to an extent. No, but. I'm I go do the same thing, man. I'm uh thirty nine, but people still think that I'm a kid, you right. know? And like it used to bother me that people didn't take me seriously because they thought I was like some young punk, but then I, then when I would tell them how old I really was, you know, and I see that look in their eye like <laughs> What are you lotioning? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, I'm lotioning my face. You know what I mean? But like I used to feel that a lot. I used to feel I wasn't taken seriously, you know, because of right. the way I looked and it bothered me. And then I realized it was just a reflection upon them, you know? Anytime somebody's got a problem with somebody else, it's de- definitely a reflection upon something that has happened. Which is to them, true. You know? I, I strongly agree, but but I'll tell you when um I mean when you're in politics, you're running on that. You know what I mean? Like you 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 See, I wouldn't be able to do politics because that's right. they call it's somebody easier out. Said, oh, I mean, I'd be like, no, 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 no. So, uh, I, I don't know if I'd choose. be able to contain myself. Right, it, it, it's hard. You do have to know how to contain yourself. You, you pick and choose. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, it's some people. Who, some people you argue with because you know they're never voting for you. They're not voting for you today. They're not voting for you next year when you run. But some people, you, you do have to know how to how to just take it sometimes when people want to give you a piece of their mind whether they're wrong or right sometimes Mm. um but yeah it's gotta be a tough man tough job you know i mean i thought teaching was tough i can't imagine being mayor you know what i mean like tough too don't get it twisted yeah it was i retired last year that's what's up no i started new like career and stuff and people are like are you crazy i'm like goddamn right i am you know i'll be back one day to teach you know what i mean without doubt but i just want to try to do different things i mean i only got got one shot here right you only get one of these so why not do something you like you know what i mean so like i learned how to do stuff on youtube and now i do um dvd blu-ray authoring over there at oldies.com on west country yeah that's what's up and uh you know if you can't figure something out watch youtube you can figure anything out. You can rewire YouTube your whole house you. if you watch it. But I mean, that's the beautiful thing about today's world too, is that there's so much potential, but an ongoing theme 
in the 179 episodes, man, that I constantly talk about is that I'm very concerned that we will not step up to the occasion because of the introduction of technology. Case in point, the flower children of the late 60s that were going to have a counterculture revolution and change shit, they're the ones that are shopping at King of Prussia now on the weekends and that one section of the mall that's really expensive, you know? They lost, they lost their way, you know? And, like, I don't want that to happen. I mean, I feel like my generation in the 90s, some of us are with it still. Some of us maybe, you know... I had my 20th high school reunion not too long ago, and I could just tell some That's people had lost that. their, they had lost like the luster in their life, you know? They're just content, you know, doing what they do. But there's always room for improvement. It doesn't make a difference how old you are, no, what doesn't. the color of your skin is, what your sexual orientation is, if you're a fucking dog or a cat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could just do what you want to do. And I, I want, I really, I'm, I'm st- like really excited that the young kids can do that, you know, harness the power that we can give to them you can give to them over there in Bridgeport, you know? There should be there should be a gay pride parade going down every single street. You know what I mean? Like people who oh, are like, oh, we don't want to see we don't want to see that. Like come on, man. You know? Like the reason you don't want to see that is because your parents didn't want you to see that. If your parents would have been open about it, it would have been just as convenient as seeing a Wawa on every single street corner in, you know, southeastern Pennsylvania. Like you have to become a, if you're not used to something, you need to get in that water. You want to swim, you need to dive into the deep end. You know what I mean? You need to surround yourself with things that allow you to break down barriers. You know, you live in a house with a whole bunch of walls, sweet, but don't live your life that way. You know what I mean? And like, I just, it bothers me, man. And it's just like, it hurts me. Like, you know, I mean, what, what happened you know, last uh, week with uh, Jesse uh, Smollett from um, Broadwalk, you know, it really bothered me on a level where I don't think many people were processing, like uh, on the news or in social media, that it now, like something like this. I mean, he had some, some, if, if, first off, we don't even know what happened yet. And he's proven innocent until, you know, guilty in the court of law or whatever. But if he did do what he did, it sucks. Because it gives credence to the other people who are racist and bigotry to right. continue their wrath such on humanity. A, such an L. Oh my God, when I saw that, when I tell you, my heart like dropped in my stomach. Like, oh my I mean, God, also mental illness could be in play. You know what I mean? He may not have been right, you know? And like, we don't know what someone's going through. We don't know what type of, you know? And, and, and you like, don't. And, and you don't. And, and not for nothing, you got politicians lying about stuff lying about all time. if you really want to get to the get down yeah, but man. it is but it, if it is true it is deeply troubling and it just sad. sucks man and, and you know, it sucks hardcore because mm-hmm. it's it really is happening to people you know what i mean i'm very fortunate that ain't nobody touched me but it is people it is you know it is gays out here getting bullied on the regular you know what i yeah, mean no, you know, I don't get that, that up, especially kids especially kids sadly so mm-hmm. I don't find that funny. I think it's so wildly inappropriate if it should be true. Yeah, it's the worst because it's just, it's never going to end if we, I don't, I mean, I thought for sure we'd be like much far along than we are now. And it's just like, I mean, we're always divided. I mean, even at the Oscars, some people were like, okay, Green Book won Best Picture, but it's a, it's a, basically it's a film about a white man that gives a, a black man salvation. Many people thought that um, it was very similar. Well, I know Spike Lee was upset because the last time he was nominated for Best Picture, he lost out to Driving Miss Daisy, which is basically a white woman and a black, you know what I mean? Like, but um, the fact that like home entertainment and like movies and like, you know, 
like some like it, somehow or another all sometimes revolves around that you know the separation of uh, of people you know and like it's just it don't make no sense man it's just like you know i mean i saw both films you know i saw black klansman and i saw green book i mean i liked green book because i like mahershala ali very much and i think he definitely should have won and he did for the supporting actor but when i watch a film i'm not it's an expression it's a piece of art you know what i mean it's like a you, unless it's like promoting hate you know what i mean i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna experience it but at the same time i just wish that it wasn't a, a like a twitter like you know conversational topic of people just like you know what can we do to start bringing people together instead of talking about why we're apart you have to do both you have to do both you have the conversation has to be about bringing people together but you have to recognize that people are different and that there are going to be forces pulling people apart you have to recognize that but still talk about bringing people together so you have to be able to so i would say the best thing that any person could do in that regard would be to And it's easier said than done, I understand, because it comes in several forms. But don't be afraid to recognize racism when you see it or when you sense it. Don't be afraid to say that out loud or to let that person of color that may be enduring it or in the room when it happens. You know what I mean? Just overhearing it or, you know, it might not even have to be to that person. If somebody says something inappropriate in the next room and you're sitting in the room with, you know, a person of color who might be offended by that, let them know, like, yeah, that was pretty racist and wrong. But like, like you accepting and owning the fact that racism does exist is a win. You don't, not that every time a a person of color loses its racism, because that's not the case. That's not real. But sometimes racism is in front of us, and it's just people never want to have to say it. And you can, you know what I mean? It's unfortunate that, yeah, I just, it's so exasperating, man. I mean, like, it's funny you say that because just the other day, in the course of conversation, um, I, I was speaking to somebody who's like a superior of mine, right? And they were describing, we were talking about painters, you know, and like submissions of paintings to like a particular show. And he was like, oh yeah, that's the one for the black guy. And like he said that as a 70 year old man to me in front of my coworker who uh, is an African-American lady. And like, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, why she got it? Why is he got to be black? Why can't it just be a painter? And the dude was like, I looked like I had just like jawed him. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't think. And that's what I was talking about earlier on the show is that planet seed of racism. In some people that's, it's going to be so hard to root that out of their brain because, well, it, you know, and, and, and to an extent, okay. Like somebody referring to somebody as the black guy. I, I don't know that I would deem that as racist. This guy's racist though. He I've probably is a racist. Oh, but I call know. Him black. Right. And, and you know, when sometimes they I've racist seen him do it before saying, right? and I'm just like, come on, man. You know, like I just, it bothers me, man. You know, it bothers me so much that I mean, like, you know, I want to do stuff about it, you know? Like, I have people that I love dearly, you know, um, 
that are gay men and I'm scared for their life sometime, you know? I'm scared that something bad's gonna happen to them. You know, I remember like years ago when I learned about Laramie, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. People do this kind of stuff. And if you don't know what Laramie is, I highly recommend you wiki that or Google it tonight because that's the stuff that is the pure evil in the world, you know? It's, it, and it's like a, it's like a virus that grows and it festers for generations upon generations and it's seeps through the cracks of people's houses, not like the house they live in, but their house, like their, their mind, their body, their soul. For somebody to hate somebody that much, man, it's a lot of wasted time, in my opinion. Hell yeah. You know? And, like, I just, I mean, like, even just opposition in general, like, yeah, it's good to stand up, you know, and, like, do things. But also, I, I think that we've, we've never spent a lot of time, us as Americans, learning to work together. You know? We, there's not much discussion of this. It's all about, nah, 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 I'm over here, he's red, I'm blue, this, that, whatever, you know? I'm on Pandora, he's on Spotify, I'm on Instagram, he's on Facebook, it's all corners, you know, it's all corners too, and it's like, you know, I mean, Asian Americans, you know, everybody is a piece of the pie, you know, and I just wish that that wasn't the case, and with tech, I think that is what's going to, like, further prolong this period of hatred, racism, and bigotry, because the information is so quickly, you know what I mean, like, you're just right there, and then you can, like... The world is smaller. Yeah, yeah, man. Our world right now is smaller but it's still so big on the internet. It's so, it's so com- oh, like, right. you know, like everyone's like, I gotta look, I gotta look, you know? But you I'm, can see it and it's like you're there. And having you can that see the window, world through your phone. Yeah, and having that, what, especially with these kids, oh my God, do you see these kids' Instagrams these days? Yeah, man, oh, I see all that stuff. God, it's crazy, with right? thousands of friends and stuff well, some of the, all some of over the world. They're making money. Some of these kids, some like, of these kids are making money. Do you know who uh, Supreme Patty is? Mm-mm. Right, check him out on Instagram. You, you, you know Damn Longneck? Mm-mm. uh he's on there um there was a he was a i'll show you after the show but the point, case point being is these guys who are like 20 21 years old they're making like two three hundred thousand dollars a year just from posting on instagram so can you imagine like i like you know being 1920 and like having like the luxury of like making money on your phone and having every six million people see you across the world it's such a wild thing that it's gonna mess with us more people won't be able to take it because they're, they feel like this constant pressure to be present in that world and not this world and I'm pointing up right. towards the sky. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, what's going to happen, man. I, I count kids now. Like I go to more, I go to the school, I work in the morning, seven fifteen, seven twenty, And I take a couple different ways to get there. And I see everybody at bus stops looking at their phone. Nobody looking up, man. Mm-mm. They just probably wait to hear that bus, that door open, that little noise, and like, oh, it's time. Just da, da, da. You know, come on, man. That's what scares me because I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they can get angry on their phones and then do something about it. But I'm worried about this next one coming up, man. Not the ones who are 19, 20 now. I'm talking 10, 11. Like, they're so gone mm. in tech. Kids got a problem, give them the computer. Right. Kids got like uh, temper tantrums or spoiled. Give them, you know, some Adderall. You know, mm-hmm. chemically babysit your children. I heard on the internet the other day, but I I'm really stoked that uh, we finally get a chance to do this. I know. You know what I mean? It's been dope. Um, I, I like I said, I've said it a thousand times. I think you're a great guy. Thanks, man. I think the people of Bridgeport are very fortunate to have somebody like yourself leading 
the citizens into the direction they need to go. And that's 2019, baby. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get down with it, okay? We're all here. We're all, like, pink on the inside, you know? It's a good, warm color, you know? I know. That's right. I'm definitely all about that. And I'll definitely keep you posted with some of the stuff that I got going on in Bridgeport, especially with the kids. I have some fun ideas. That's what's up. Um, Once again, my name's Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast.